So do we say fuck it <laughs> to society standards? Yes. Yes? Yeah. To all of them? Yes. <laughs> Every. <laughs> well, okay, Kirby's very worried. Why are you worried about I don't, like I was, society I was, standards? Well, I was trying to think of a society standard or a standard, a beauty standard or something that I was like, well, maybe we can keep that one, but I'm like, I don't know. No. I don't know. I like my beard, so as long as people don't criticize my beard. Well, <laughs> maybe, oh my like, n- like, like, n- no, because you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I was I was going for, like, really, really, really long nails, like, foot-long fingernails. Like, it's kind uh, of a common norm to do, like, fingernail hygiene. Yeah. And I was like... Sort of a function thing, too, though, right? You know what? But they're, yeah. they're like, folks with two-foot-long nails, and they are... I actually saw an Instagram post on it, but they're loving life, and I was like, you know what? They I shouldn't hate on their parade just because yeah. I want short nails. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> Good. Podcast. Honest talk about young adulthood, the messy, the marvelous, and as always, the mildly awkward. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Corby. I'm your co-host, Maddie, and I'm a little uncomfortable with the extended eye contact <laughs> that Corby just made with me. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and our wonderful guest just made a face <laughs> of pure disgust. <sighs> Hello, Hannah. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming. Oh, no. On the pod. Ew. Okay. <laughs> well, Hannah, as um, all of our listeners know, is our wonderful returning guest from the style episode. Hello. Which was amazing. Um, I do have a question for both of you, though. Mm-hmm. Do either of you have a cactus print button down yet? Yes. <gasps> really? Yes. Okay. I bought one. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, that was the, like, the name of that, pot- of that episode, right? Yes. I would say I would like to get into a little bit because we've talked about outside of podcasting about what has happened since the episode because mm-hmm. it's so like we we've changed a lot. But um, it was last year. Last year, so we. Yeah. I'd like for you to talk about that, but first we're going to start the episode with some deal breakers. Okay. Because our topic today, oh. <laughs> again, which we never say. <laughs> okay. It's okay. They won't. They, they won't judge us. Is um, <laughs> our topic is body positivity. Yeah, we're doing a dance. <laughs> we're all dancing. Okay. Uh, time for some deal breakers. You're going out with someone. Things seem to be fine. Everything else is fine except for this one thing. Would this be enough to stop going out with them? And so we're not picturing your wonderful partner because I think that would be like, oh, would you break up with your partner like repeatedly <laughs> over this episode? <laughs> no, no, no. This is like you're dating someone casually, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're single again, stuff like that. Okay. So the first one, your significant other calls their tummy talking Tina. And thinks it will never go away. You know what? Like, at first I was like, mm. <laughs> But I think I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like, as long as, like, Tina is not involved in, like, significant life decisions, <laughs> <laughs> then we're fine, you're right? Like, what do you think about this makeup card? You're like, let's ask talking Tina. Then you're like, mm, no. <laughs> right. If this is, like, a casual thing where, like, Tina occasionally makes an, an appearance, cool. But, like, Tina cannot okay. be, like, the third wheel. Okay. <laughs> Stop third wheeling our dates, Tina. What about you, Maddie? Um, I don't think it would be. I think it's kind of funny and, like, it could be as sort of like a, okay, you're just being silly or, like, celebrating your body, whatever. I don't think that's fine. Okay. How about you? I'm into it. I think it's funny. Is this a reference to this a is a, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> This is a reference to White Chicks, which is one of my favorite um, comedic um, art forms. Uh, but That, you know, little-known art house film <laughs> from France, <laughs> White Chicks. <laughs> okay. Okay. So your significant other's Instagram consists only of pictures of their thighs after workouts. <laughs> Like what are the what is the state of the thighs? I don't. I didn't write. The, what are the state? What would the state of the thighs? Is it like one of those things where is it's it like, like by a pool? Sweaty? Like oh, or is, is it, it hot like dog legs? Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> is it like like those? they just get done with the workout and they take a picture of their thighs and like that's from the, the side Instagram. from the front. Maddie, why are you fighting me? On I'm this? not fighting you. I'm just looking for. <laughs> I'm looking for answers anywhere I can. Just I like any any angle. Just, just, the just real the question to me, though, is, like, what is the name of the, like, Twitter handle or mm. the Instagram oh. feed? Like, is this specifically, like, thighs? Mm. Or is this what this person's marketing as their essence? 
is it called like thighs to meet you or something yes. in which case yes that's not a deal breaker for me at all <laughs> i think either way it's cool right <laughs> yeah bring it on bring on the know. thighs i want to meet the person that just puts in the effort to take pictures of their thighs and post it online i don't know, I don't <laughs> what know. if they did it with just captions for you they're like hey honey look what's like you know attached to these thighs or something they're trying to create mystery in your relationship <laughs> no i can see that no. would be a no <laughs> <laughs> i just went one step too far <laughs> Oh, boy. We were all okay, and then I just went too far. <laughs> oh. So the next one, your significant other thinks they need to get a brain injury in order to think differently of themselves. Is this a reference to the movie that just Maddie, came out? you have to I'm pretend sorry. that you've yep. written something. Oh, wow, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this is just shows how little prep I did this week. <laughs> I would recommend that person to listen to a podcast on self-compassion. <laughs> yeah. So deal breaker for you? That would be a deal breaker. But I would be like, let me help you get some help. Yeah. Let's look at uh, your in-network therapists and then we're going to break up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I'm more worried about what actions they're doing or what behaviors they're doing because they have that idea that they need a brain injury in order yes. to be. So they're like, I can't be different. What does it matter? You know, I have to get hit over the head to do it. So why not chain smoke cigarettes in bed? Like, oh, jeez. Oh, okay. That's a whole <laughs> different issue. Okay. I'm going to read this convincingly as if I helped write it already. <laughs> uh, your significant other calls themselves Shrek in the mirror three times before bed. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> It's That's great. Not where I thought you were gonna go. You know, <laughs> like Shrek to Fiona. You know, maybe there's like some. I don't know what's going on. I'm not gonna ask, but whatever you need to do, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's very accepting of you. How about you, Corby? Uh, well, now that Hannah has said that, I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> Before I was like, no, like he obviously thinks he's ugly. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, like he's. He thinks he's cool or something. Right, Shrek is cool. Shrek Shrek is the hero. This is so off topic, but we were analyzing, doing like REBT models in class today, and Mm -hmm. we analyzed the movie Shrek. We were like, yeah, because we were like, his problem is that all these fairy tale creatures are in his swamp. Can we think of alternate solutions? Like maybe he's, you know, building a bridge, setting some boundaries while being okay with people <laughs> living in his space. And like it was, yeah. This is so patron material. This has been, this has been <laughs> more, the more, most I've talked about Shrek in like nine years has been today. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I could keep it around. <laughs> Uh, so the next one, your significant other keeps a journal of every place they go, rating themselves on the scale of how hot they are based on the perceived city standard. So not temperature. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like at 87 degrees. I mean, if they're just keeping a journal with the temperature of the city, I'm like, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> or even like how you feel temperature-wise oh, in the city. Like, like I'm too hot right now. Moist a little moist. <laughs> <laughs> if it was how hot they... That's a no. No. So it's like, I'm a Chicago 10. (laughs) I'm an LA (laughs) 2. Like that sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah. none prepping for that. I think in Chicago, I'm like a solid (laughs) 8. I I think think that's how beauty works. (laughs) There we go. There we go. I don't think that's how beauty works, but um, that might be a deal breaker for me, too. (laughs) How about you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, that's. Especially if it's, like, in a journal. It's one thing if you're, like, jokingly, you're like, oh, my God, I'm totally a five here, you know. But there's also some issues with that. But I think The whole keeping, ten rating is so weird. But if so you're keeping weird, a journal, just, that yeah. says that you're, like, internalizing that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, thank you. Okay. Last one. Your significant other has a scale in every room of their house. Deal breaker. Oh. Unless it's a coffee scale. In which case, mm-hmm. more power. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> Every room. No. It's like, I take my coffee seriously. Very seriously. <laughs> no scales. Yeah. I'm very anti-scale. So. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And also, it's like, how much money are you spending? Right. Sell the scales. Get some, I don't know. Donuts. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> You're so ready with oh, that. I know. <laughs> okay. So we're talking about body positivity. So tell us about body positivity. What's what's the deal? Body positivity. What comes to mind when you think of body positivity? We were trying to like define this earlier. And like I think there's a lot of versions of body positivity going mm. around and stuff like that. I think the one that I like the most is this sort of idea of like, there's beauty and there's value in like every shape and size of our bodies and like 
there's we have to have compassion and love and acceptance of our bodies and other people's bodies like kind of regardless of what society is telling us Mm -hmm. and that like there's still room to say like maybe I want to change in some way or something like that but at at its core it's like we're all okay and we're all beautiful in this space yeah Mm -hmm. the way that I think about it is people like no matter what body you show up in like no matter any of your identities you are inherently worthy no matter of what like body you happen to be inhabiting and so like thinking about body positivity we talk a lot about like weight but this also includes like other identities so like people with like rosacea or vitiligo or like prosthetic legs or like all different types of bodies that society deems are less beautiful or less aesthetically pleasing like these people are all inherently worth the same amount as a human being on this planet and so body positivity doesn't mean always feeling like you look like a rock star it just means it's recognizing that you are inherently worthwhile as a human being outside of however you happen to present in the world and also like body positivity is accepting that like things change naturally like life is of the essence to change and so as you have grown into wherever you are now so too will you change as you grow forward and so recognizing that your body happens to change because that is the nature of life yeah Mm -hmm. oh that's really nice so using kind of this definition, where are you in your journey with body positivity? Mm. It's, it kind of ebbs and flows. Um, I would say right now is a challenging part because since I've been in graduate school, I haven't been able to do the things that I used to do. So like before I was in grad school, I was actually at a job that I hated, which was great because then I would go on a run on my lunch break because I wanted to get away from the office. And so I'd run for an hour every day over lunch and go biking and so where I'm getting with that is because of graduate school and the stress that it put on me I actually gained a significant amount of weight and so none of my clothes fit and so it's really hard for me right now to recognize and be compassionate and use body positivity and like recognize my inherent worth despite the fact that it can be a really gutting experience to try to put on clothes that used to fit yes so yeah I've come a long way like as someone who like had an eating disorder in the past and now like no longer has that and who's gone through depression and anxiety like I'm now in a place where I don't have that in my life so I think I'm way further along than I have been before Mm -hmm. but now is also a challenging point too but that's also life like our body changed so some days it's easy and some days it's hard yeah and that's like kind of the nature of body positivity I think is like rolling with that change a little bit Mm -hmm. like you were saying that's just how life works how about you do we on my journey yes uh, it's been a long one um <laughs> yeah i mean i've i've gotten a lot better in terms of accepting uh, i mean on the like the surface level of like this is what i look like kind of thing um I, that doesn't change the fact that i've been highly critical of myself but it's mm. it's more of like i'm like okay i'm i'm okay with this feature or i'm okay with that feature mm-hmm. or um yeah, I'm this height, and that's okay, or whatever. Uh, but I'm I'm not at a place where I feel comfortable saying like that I, I that I am where I want to be. I'm nowhere mm-hmm. near where I want to be, and so I'm I'm comfortable saying that in terms of just like oh, I've got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. But the next step is like actually doing the work so that I can feel more comfortable in my skin. But yeah, yeah, yeah I think for me it's like. Um, again, with I've had a very similar experience with grad school of like that's when I gain all my weight and stuff like that. And then my previous grad school experience, which was just really tough and was law school. Don't ever go to law school, too. <laughs> um, and that was like a really tough part. And I think I just realized recently that like I have like the typical like middle aged dad sort of story where I was like I was a high school athlete and then I got injured and I couldn't I, work let out. Let me say, I thought you were going to say middle aged dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? I, I, I do not have that. <laughs> that is not accurate. But I was saying, like, it's like, it feels like a really stereotypically, like, American thing. I don't know. It's just funny because I was like, I was a high school athlete who got injured and stuff. But, like, that is part of it, too. I think what's been in my journey with body positivity, one of the things that I think has been a really big defining moment was, like, realizing that when I'm, like, scrolling through Instagram or, like, consuming media, that, like, that has a huge effect on how I feel about myself. So, like, even going through and, like, unfollowing a bunch of people who, like, gave this very, very stereotypical kind of view and, like, following a bunch of other people on Instagram who were, like, very, like, have very different bodies and were very okay with that, like, that was a huge turning point for me, Mm -hmm. which seems dumb that it's so obvious, but, like, it was big. Yeah, well, I think that's a lot of... Like, what you're talking about is a lot of society's messages come to us in a lot of different ways and all the time and very subtle. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes not subtle, right? Like, 
sometimes are very overt, like people telling you whether you should eat something or how much your portion is or whether or not like you should be eating that at all. And thinking about these ways that these messages about how we're supposed to be in the world and like what our bodies are supposed to look like is a very narrow slice. Yes, it totally is. Mm-hmm. And it's like these, we absorb them whether or not we want to. And so like being intentional about kind of the information you choose to bring into your life can really have a big impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thinking about like the information that we bring into our lives, is there stuff that you guys have either people you follow or like media that you can like helpful for like being more accepting? Yes, definitely. I have a ton of them. Um, what I might actually do is like create a list uh, and like give it to you. Yes, them. yes. Um, the first one, I actually brought her book in. Um, it's Body Posit Panda by Megan Jane Crabb. And she is um, just like a really fabulous person who does a lot of body positivity stuff. Um, another person I like is Hannah Daisy, and she does boring self care. Yes, so, I love her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all about, you know. And then another one that I like is called Unlikely Hikers, and it's all about um, different types of people showing up and doing hiking, so like fat bodies and queer people and people of color um, kind of reclaiming hiking and being outdoors as a thing that anybody can do, no matter of how they look. That's so interesting, because I feel like as soon as you said hiking, like literally the picture that springs to mind is like a fit, like young-ish white person with like a baseball cap, and you're like, oh, okay, this is like (laughs) really, really narrow. Right, and I think the woman, her name's Jen, Jenny, and I think she's Native American and fat and a queer person, and so she runs, and she has, I mean, she has a website, but she does a lot of just like visibility and like also really inclusive hikes so talking about people who maybe have physical limitations they can also join in on some of these things like um i love all of those three there's a ton more that i follow that i can't remember off the top of my head but yeah. I'll, I'll make a list we, yes we will have a list on our facebook page mm-hmm. we will maybe post to instagram again one of these days <laughs> and start reposting some of these people yeah i don't know if i have any icons which is part of my issue <laughs> that's why i don't i don't see myself reflected but when i was thinking of people that I know that have been posting things kind of just like, I'm me and I, I love myself kind of thing, was Niecy Nash. I don't mm-hmm. know, like, actress, amazing. She's on the show Claws, which I'm obsessed with now. <laughs> but that one, I like Claws because it's kind of a representation of, a, like, a lot of different looking people, like, kind of all together. It's a great rep- great representation, minority representation. Um, but Niecy Nash is a very curvy woman um and on her instagram she's very vocal about like this is who i am and i don't really care and she's gorgeous and amazing and funny um so yeah that's mine that's good i'm gonna chime in because that reminds me of lizzo (gasps) yes lizzo oh she's Mm -hmm. awesome very um i didn't get to see her live in concert it's a really long story but we showed up an hour late but that's fine i know but apparently like a lot of what she said was like big like large black women they say we can't dance on stage and here i am dancing for an hour like they say big women can't blank yeah here i am doing that that's awesome yeah Mm -hmm. that's awesome so i think it's it's really important to have like surround yourself with like that kind of messaging too because it's so isolating otherwise right Mm -hmm. to be like I'm trying here by myself to say, yeah, I'm okay with my body and beautiful the way that I am, but literally every other voice in your life is saying something different. Like, mm-hmm. that's so isolating and it's so hard. And it's, it's hard just to, like, I, cause when I think of, like, how do I build that community, that's just, it's kind of daunting to think, like, right? how can I, like, surround myself with people that have that similar view? But it's also, like, that's kind of what you do naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you kind of have your thing and you start to find people yeah. that have their things as well. But if you got a lot of those signals growing up, that this was wrong or you mm-hmm. look the wrong way or you need to lose weight, you're probably going to attach to people that also feel that way. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so it's like kind of a, a weird balance, but yeah. I think, yeah, it's like, yeah, because at some point we just learn that like our bodies aren't okay. Like one of the, this is such a weird story to illustrate this, but when growing up, um, my whole family has like really dark hair and stuff because we're all like half Argentine kind of in that thing but my little sister thought that eyebrows were called eyebrows for a while because she's like everyone has brown eyebrows because like that's what she kind of knew so it's so interesting to see like you know like the messages you get about like what bodies are okay and like what's normal are so like influenced by what you're around and what people tell you like for her it was like everyone has brown eyebrows which is so funny but like you know because eventually you get to the point where you're like oh it's not okay to be the way I am I have to be like this other thing because of those messages right and if we also think about like what is okay to be like a lot of that is culturally defined so if you look across different cultures there are different beauty standards and also if you look across time Mm -hmm. like if you reference like 
um, some of the Greek statues of some of these goddesses, like, they have belly rolls. Right! Yeah, or, like, some, like, Renaissance paintings and stuff mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, my gosh, look at those thighs, girl. <laughs> like, right, and these are, like, the epitome of beauty at the time. You should go to an uh, art museum with me as I make these comments. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of, like, the men of the same era, and I'm like, oh, darn. Like, they all have, like, great bodies and amazing butts, so... <laughs> <laughs> don't know what to do about that. And also, like, really good, curly, like, wavy hair. So. Just really beautiful hair, yeah. Dang. Well, All right. Well. It depends on the culture, though, too, because, like, I'm picturing, like, those classic, like, Greek statues mm-hmm. of, like, contraposto, like, you know, the, that's a very narrow slice as well, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, too, one of the people that, one of my sort of icon people is uh, Jamila Jamil of The Good Place, the actress who plays Dahani on The Good Place. Such a good show. You should watch it if you don't already. Um, But she has this, an Instagram account called I Weigh, and it's, like, people posting selfies of themselves and saying, like, I Weigh, and then listing all these wonderful things about themselves. And, like, she's done, like, herself, and, like, Kristen Bell has kind of gotten in on it, too, and it's just, like, a really neat kind of body positive and, like, uplifting thing. So, yeah. Hey, Mildly Awkward fans, we have a new podcast for you to check out. And it's called Sincerely Not Okay. Be sure to check it out on Podbean and iTunes now. How do you feel about body hair? And like, I'm I'm guessing like armpit hair. Yeah, just hair in terms of how it relates to body positivity. I like full neck hair. (laughs) <laughs> which I currently have. I'm going to get my hair cut after this, so I'm very <laughs> excited. Um, I am pro doing whatever makes you feel good. So, like, I think sometimes people associate, like, body positivity with sort of bucking tradition or, like, bucking norms. But, like, if you love the, like, feeling of those sheets on silky smooth legs, like, get mm-hmm. at that. Go shave. Like, I don't care if you're... Like, however you identify, like, go do that. But, like, me personally, I haven't shaved in four years. So I shaved my armpits for my wedding, and that was kind of, like, for other people. Um, and <laughs> but, like, I just kind of, like, I just stopped caring. Um, because it's a it's a racket. Mm-hmm. They charge you it's totally a racket. so much yeah. money. Mm-hmm. For these little razors. I, <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. Like, as if I understood. I don't understand. I I have a clip. I have clippers, and mm-hmm. that's how I usually shave. Yeah. Yeah. It's a racket. Yeah. And it's dumb. It but, I mean, also, like, part of, like, I am very pale-skinned, and I also have blonde hair, so my leg hair is blonde for the listeners out there. <laughs> um, so it's, like, not super visible. So maybe that's one way where it feels less intimidating for me mm. to do that than maybe someone else with uh, different yeah. skin or different hair color. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Do whatever makes you feel happy. That's going to be the phrase of the podcast. Yeah. No, that's super, super true. I think the other thing with body hair, um, <laughs> I'm just celebrating this right now because I wanted to do a whole episode about hair in general, and Corbin convinced <laughs> me not to do that. <laughs> so I'm getting were, it now. Were those two different words, body hair no 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 no. just just body anyway but um i think what's important about that too is like i think society gives us this message that like where you are supposed to have hair or not supposed to have hair or don't even like grow hair and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like as someone who has you know hispanic roots like obviously my mom's side is all argentine and stuff like that like we have really dark body hair and like just even the experience of like oh that's okay too and however you want to deal with it is really Mm -hmm. important to be like yeah that's that's a thing. It's okay. Also, the parts that you're supposed to shave and not shave are super arbitrary. Yeah, right? Like, when I first started shaving when I was a kid, like, in middle school or whenever it was, like, no one told me to not shave my arms. Mm. They just, like, handed me a razor, and because the rules are arbitrary, like, just... Right didn't know what to save so shave my arms yeah so it's it's all of all of her two of the arms (laughs) two or more arms Uh, yeah no because that's it's it's true i think a lot of this body positivity stuff or like the 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 body messages we get from society especially about hair are so arbitrary Mm -hmm. and like so driven by like what the values are in terms of what people think is this very narrow again narrow narrow slice of beauty And I think, too, kind of going back to, like, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, I think for women, and it mainly was, like, I feel like it was, like, five years ago when feminism really was misunderstood among a lot of people, or, you know, they were trying to market a certain way. Mm -hmm. Not not feminists were marketing themselves a certain way, Um, but... 
people perceived it as, well, if you don't shave, then that means, like, you're this radical feminist. Mm. Well, kind of going back to what you said, like, like, oh, my gosh, you're really going against the grain. Yeah. And then for women um, or men that did shave normally and wanted, you know, smooth legs or what, or did the process, it was like, oh, you're anti-feminist. Mm-hmm. But that right. wasn't really coming from feminists. It was just coming from right. people who wanted to, like, Again, that's degrade that, and give that signal. Yeah, put yeah. you in a box and tell you what you can and cannot shave, which, when you get down to it, is so arbitrary. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you care what hair I have? All right. We're going to take a minute to show each other our hairs. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful black gin hairs. Okay, so how do we practice more body positivity, like, in our everyday lives? Mm, Notice how you're talking to yourself, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Um, When we, like, in the Body Positive Power book by Megan Jane Crabb, the Instagrammer that I had referenced, she talks about intuitive eating, which is really just recognizing when you're hungry, eating whatever you want, and then stopping eating when you're full. Those are very that's like, so hard. So hard in today's society. Yep. <laughs> right, because there's a lot of rules about when you should eat, like meal times, what those meals should look like, um, or the sort of like this is good or this is bad or this is right. a cheat day or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> right, because like that's just that's like such a weird thing that yeah. they, if you take a step back and you're like, we're talking about food, yeah. you guys. Right. <laughs> like moral <laughs> value. Yeah. yeah. Like moral value is ascribed to like how you eat. Mm-hmm. what you eat when you eat it like thinking about like fitspo like all the mm. fit inspiration and also yeah people being like oh i was so bad i had a piece of cake and like, yes karen you just <laughs> ate a piece of cake <laughs> it's always like, a karen karen always karen <laughs> but yeah like i think really paying attention to the words that you use so mm. i my spouse and i have been really intentional about when we use words and like how we talk about food and exercise so, like, I've really chosen to get away from using the words, like, exercise and workout. I use, I use like, joyful movement or, like, moving and grooving Aww. or, like, using my body. <laughs> That's really nice. Just, like, makes yeah. it happier. And then when yeah. we, you know, sometimes I'll get down on my weight and how my body's changed and I'll go to my spouse and be like, you know, I'm not really feeling myself right now and he's like it's not a good or a bad thing like it's just a thing and Aww, that's kind of yeah. like what body positivity is is like things that happen to your body are mm-hmm. neutral you are inherently worthy no matter like what body you happen to be happening yeah. in mm-hmm. and like a healthy weight for anyone is really just one where you're eating intuitively in a way that like meets whatever your like your needs are like mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'll know because your body knows because that's mm-hmm. what your body's designed to do mm-hmm. doing joyful movement feeling good about just like your life in general having good mental health and then just like taking care of yourself self-care so yeah. like there's no number for healthy weight there's no bmi because it's bullshit sorry can we swear on here <laughs> yes. go ahead it is dumb because <laughs> it's arbitrary yeah right it yeah. doesn't really account into my experience in the world or like mm-hmm. how i'm yeah. feeling about myself so mm-hmm. yes we don't there's no one dis- prescribed healthy weight for anybody yeah I really like the idea of using, like, more positive or more neutral language around, like, exercising, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, and there's so many, like, should statements around that, too. Like, I should exercise or I shouldn't eat that because I didn't exercise sort of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, which is, as I like to tell my clients, you're shooting all over yourself. Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. (laughs) Um, But, like, I like the idea of, like, joyful movement or, like, grooving my body or whatever. Yeah, moving and grooving. I just, I really like that. Well, awesome when you th- one thing that Megan mentions in her book is, like, think about back to a child. Mm-hmm. Like, when you were children, you would run around and play tag. Like, mm-hmm. really love the feeling of just, like, the wind in your hair or, like, however it was that you moved around in the world. Mm-hmm. That felt great. What changed? Why did it become punishment? Yeah. You can reclaim that. Yeah. That's so good. That's really nice. I feel like you just have to channel your inner, like, puppy, right? Because, like, if you right. ever see, like, a puppy on a walk, they just look so freaking delighted to be, like, outside <laughs> and walking. It's adorable. So, yeah. Yeah. It's not easy, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of this has been conditioned into us, but that's a lot of what I try to do is, like, you know, I'm going for this run today because I like how my body feels after I run. Mm-hmm. I feel really great. Mm-hmm. This is a great just like half hour to spend with myself mm-hmm. and then also like if i feel like walking in the middle of the run like go walk yeah and then run later who knows yeah that's <laughs> sort of like body. i'm doing this because it's kind to myself not because i have like i am hating on what i am right. or who i am yeah do you want to run after this let's party? go run it <laughs> no it's too hot <laughs> <laughs> next year next year <laughs> yeah um so are there any important movements that you see in body positivity in the world of body positivity whether Mm -hmm. that's social media 
um, or any bad things that you've kind of picked up on that's like, oh, yes. it's probably the wrong direction? Both. Yeah. So one thing I see that's not so great about body positivity is like other like other movements co-opting body positivity mm. as like a no effort weight loss program mm. and so like if you just intuitively eat and you're just happy all the time then you'll lose weight and that's not oh. the point right because mm-hmm. that's basically saying like if you're okay with who you are you can change it <laughs> like, right. why well, that doesn't make sense <laughs> yes and so i mean that's some of the like the fitspo too like um like some of the really morally infused like exercise regimens that people mm. follow or like dietary restrictions that people like choose to follow those can be sort of wrapped up in this body positivity and this moral high ground when it's really just like not that but it's yeah. like it's you know it's like self-criticism or like self-restriction mm-hmm. clothed in body positivity like oh, i'm doing yeah. so great for myself because i drank yep. this kale smoothie mm-hmm. right like you can have a kale smoothie and be body positive but mm-hmm. like if you're doing that because you if you don't have the smoothie you're going to be a bad person like that's then that's not, not body positivity right you're no. like you're using that as a way to mask the self-criticism that you have right oh, yeah so pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing that is good is um, what I really appreciate about the body positivity movement. It's really moving in a more inclusive way. So thinking about, like, when I think about the feed that I have, um, there's people who are in wheelchairs, people with disabilities, people who are queer, people who are fat, people with vitiligo, people with rosacea, you know, like all different types of identities, like people who are black, people who like look like me, people who don't look like me. I just appreciate that there is a huge emphasis on not having body positivity be really narrow to this like white mm-hmm. middle class, like suburban right. woman. Yeah. Like body positivity includes not just weight, but all these other identities. So like yes. people oh, totally. reclaiming, like there's this really excellent photo shoot of like a woman who was in her wheelchair who went out into the like desert and like did a photo shoot in her wheelchair just like dressed up sexy really feeling herself and that was something where it was like this is not something that like the media would show me and like the rules about how she's supposed to feel about herself is like we're supposed to feel pity for her mm. and she's supposed to feel bad in her body yeah and she was loving it that's awesome and body positivity i know we talk a lot about weight but it's really just about how society tells you how to feel in your type of body Mm. and body positivity says nope i'm gonna love myself (laughs) or just feel neutral about myself on hard days Mm. or to be like yeah this is just like like you said your partner was saying like it's not a good or bad thing it's just it's just a thing thing. yeah it's neutral yeah that's awesome (laughs) that's so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) we're fist pumping now (laughs) i hope you guys all feel as fired up as i feel right now because this is awesome (laughs) yeah i feel like i feel like i'm like trying to soak it all in and it's, it's like there's so many things because every so often I like dart my eyes back up and I'm like yes <laughs> yes <laughs> which is how I felt uh, and I've said this like a million times to you Hannah but like when I was like editing the episode your last of the cactus print button down I was like I feel so good about myself because was like all this stuff that you were saying that I was like Wow, like, this is ama- amazing. Um, it should be in a podcast. <laughs> so here we are again, um, mm-hmm. doing yeah. it again. So it, feel, it feels just very good. And plus to talk about this stuff, because I feel like we, like normally you just don't talk about it with people. Um, it's kind of like an internal process. Like, you do you. Keep going. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Versus like, hey, take a look around. There's some people probably with the same right. stuff. So. Right, because that takes like a really, I think, radical level of vulnerability that's just missing from a lot of life, especially social media. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Special thanks to our sponsor, Acacia Counseling and Wellness, for your peace of mind. Head on over to acaciacw.com. That's A C A C I A C W.com to learn more. There's also, speaking of social media and like not being like hidden, there's a cool hashtag called Don't Hate the Shake. Mm. And it's people who are just not. You know, because when we think about the quote, unquote, ideal body, there's like very minimal body fat. And Mm -hmm. so in this Don't Hate the Shake, it's especially Megan Jane Crabb, but also other Instagrammers just dancing around in their larger bodies. Like they're fat Mm -hmm. people. Also, like I use the word fat, not in a pejorative way, just Mm -hmm. as a descriptor. I was going to ask about it because that's I think it's it takes some of not some of the teeth out of it, but I think there's such a tendency in our culture now. Like if you say fat, like that's basically like you're using a slur against someone. Right. And that's. 
that seems like it's a really harmful thing to do over a word like fat. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like, that's just what it is. Because if fat is a slur, that means being fat is a bad thing. Is bad, thing. right? Exactly, yeah. And so that's, there's a, the health at every size movement, which is talking about a lot of people will do health health policing for like fat folks and so you know like you know you should really eat a salad because i'm just worried about your health oh gosh and i was like you know you're not telling the like very thin looking person over there who just like chugged five keystones and mm. is now going to go like eat 10 pizzas and mm. has like very high blood pressure mm. that they're not worried about their health like mm. the problem is like people don't it's not actually about health Mm-hmm. Right, like, mm-hmm. but it's 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 veiled in this health policing of like, oh, well, you know, you're just too weak to take right. care of yourself. I'm here to help Ooh. you. Yeah, that's uh, so, getting that's riled so toxic. up. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, that is a toxic thing. Okay, so we are going to play a mini game. A game, a mini game. Very small legs, mini games. <laughs> no, mini game. Uh, answering body positivity questions, um, but we are doing this as a team. So. The way that this works is we're going to have, like, a question, and then two or three of us at a time, we're going to, like, alternate words going back and forth, like, one word at a time Mm. in 60 seconds and try to answer the actual content of the question if we can. Okay. Okay? Do we understand what's happening? Yes. I think so. (laughs) So for uh, Hannah and Maddie, your first question is, how do I get enough confidence to rock a crop top this summer? Are you going to give us the time? Uh, Yes. And begin. You. First... Put on a beautiful crop top and <laughs> then your other shoes <laughs> on your feet. Voila. <laughs> and time to spare. <laughs> so you put on your crop top and your other shoes and you got Voila, it. Voila, right? Like it. Voila was an important part of that oh, answer. Wow, sorry. Voila. Voila. Oh. If you have a body and you're at the beach, then you have a beach body. Oh. That's Boom. It. I love it. Oh, that's good. I like that. I just realized I have been seeing a lot about, like, get your beach bod or whatever. It's like, ugh. About uh, yourself? No, no, no. <laughs> People like, are just coming up to me. I'm like, I was like, I'll I, bite them. I'm like, I can't imagine you being like, I had to get beach bod. I'm like, what? <laughs> Gonna get swole. No, no, no. <laughs> and you just see it in a lot of, like, ads and stuff like that. And you so. see it in your Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you guys. Okay. Corby and Hannah. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. How do you feel good about your stretch marks if you have them and go you need to wake up because stretch marks (laughs) one word (laughs) are beautiful and they are (laughs) witnesses to your journey Aww, that's so cute. That was like 30 seconds. That's really sweet. So, because stretch, stretch, stretch marks are beautiful and they're witnesses to your journey. Oh, that's sweet. I kind of want that like, tattoo know, on, right? my, <laughs> on, my on my stretch, stretch marks. marks. Speaking of social media, there's another campaign where an artist will superimpose glitter over all of your stretch marks because they're a wonderful oh. wizard stripes. Ooh, I just made beautiful. that up, but the wizard stripes, not the <laughs> oh. art. <laughs> oh my god, that's I really cool. I saw there was some artist on Instagram too who like was taking people with like more like lines and wrinkles on their face and like painting gold into like the mm-hmm. wrinkles. It was beautiful. Mm. It was sort of like supposed to be imitating that like style of art <laughs> where it's like you take broken pottery and like mm-hmm. put it together with like gold glue and stuff so it was oh. like the same thing with like people's faces and the lines and it was just really gorgeous our faces are pottery yes we're beautiful vases <laughs> we're beautiful vases <laughs> we are all works of art yeah mm-hmm. i really okay. like that though mm-hmm. like witnesses of your journey instead of trying so that's beautiful you guys oh gosh let's okay so matching should we do what <laughs> let's do one more all together all three of us okay okay so can i wear a bikini even though i have a bit of a tummy Yes. <laughs> you absolutely can. Yo. <laughs> Person. <laughs> did you say? Did you say yo? Yo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, dude. Do you? Because you. Do you because? <laughs> <laughs> you do you because. <laughs> What'd you say? Did you say because? I Be- think I said because. Because you deserve to eat and be not ashamed. Because you're great. 
Got it. Because you got That's. It cute. was one breath. So. Okay. <laughs> Good. I think we have some solid advice <laughs> for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> if you speed that up and actually listen to what we tried to say. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna move on to ask the expert here. Uh, we've got we've got a couple people that have written in. Very real. Uh, yes. Very <laughs> uh, needy of our advice here of of Hannah's uh, expert advice. So the first one is, my wife is my everything. She's incredible. She is the CEO of her own business, is wicked smart, and the mother of my two children. Recently, she has been down on herself a lot. No matter how much I tell her she's great, it doesn't seem to be working. What can I do? And this comes from, isn't she lovely in Bel Air? Aww. I'm glad that you're really concerned about it. <laughs> I don't know what the... Sounds like a good partner, yeah. Right. Like, this partner's really concerned... Hopefully, it seems like in a really genuine and like supportive way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say buy your spouse the Body Positive Power <laughs> Book. This is not a paid sponsor. I know it's not a sponsor. This is just a really good resource. It just is, or even really, there's there's tons of books out there, um, like the Beauty Myth, or you know, really just starting introducing some things that this person could go to on their own time. Because it is like if someone's not ready to go there, like. You can create an invitation, but you don't want to force anyone to do anything. But mm-hmm. I think just continuing to be supportive and maybe start not, like, I don't know what kind of words this person is using, but complimenting this person on the things that are not their body. So mm-hmm. you're a really great spouse. I really appreciate that you've mm-hmm. done this for me. So really taking the emphasis mm-hmm. off the body. And also maybe if you know this person well, I would hope you would because you're their spouse. But thinking about the things that maybe they haven't been able to do that they used to love uh, mm-hmm. before the children. You know, whether... Right, because that's significant, too. Right. So bringing some joy back, really focusing on the things that aren't body-related, and then also (laughs) doing some of these body-positive power books because they're really really radical, and when you see it in print, there's something really powerful about reading it as opposed to just hearing it from someone. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. And I think it, it like, almost adds a little weight or like legitimacy Mm -hmm. right to being like oh this someone wrote this in a book right and there's also this is like a very the one that i referenced which is one of you know many but it's really well researched and includes a lot of scientific studies and evidence so it's not just you know in those moments where someone might be doubting that this is something that could work for them this is now starting to sound like evangelic and (laughs) evangelizing but okay whatever it's fine this is not a cult i promise (laughs) or it is a cult but like the best cult this is a really supportive cult that just wants you to feel worthy so like what's the downside (laughs) there is no downside so this is a message we push you down the stairs if you leave this is a message, a message to our followers. Please join our cult of body positivity and self-love. And, and I know you meant listeners, but followers work really well. Oh my gosh, I totally said that. I'm already in the mindset. Listen, my followers. Come along with us. Okay. You know, it'll just improve your life. Okay. Okay. All right, so this next one is, uh, my fitness journey has been long, but I'm finally in a place to reveal my weight loss, my tight six-pack, and bomb new hair. Is that part of a fitness journey? Is Okay, again, I'm going to pretend I didn't. I knew what this was before I started reading it. I finally feel like myself. Any tips on how to start my new coming out from back and better than ever in L.A.? Yeah, just go do stuff. I feel like what you really need is uh, the Queer Eye Gang. Five. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maddie, you're obsessed with um, I'm obsessed. I need to tell everyone to I literally got my therapist to watch that show because <laughs> I would not stop talking about it. It's really great. But I think, so one of the things that can happen, I mean, speaking from experience as someone who's lost a significant amount of weight at one point in my life, you, your body may be different, but your mind not have come along for the journey and so just kind of finding ways to express in ways that feel comfortable so like just because you have this different body doesn't mean you now have to go out and do certain things like you can still do all the things you love and if there's something you've always been wanting to do but maybe haven't had the confidence to do like maybe go try it out maybe bring a friend someone you trust to go do that whether that be like work out without your shirt on or like walk around at the beach really like you have permission to do whatever you want to do you also had that permission before but maybe like how you experience some of these activities might Mm -hmm. feel different so um i think that's really significant though right to like give yourself some grace to be like it's not it's not like just like a switch that gets flipped for your mind and your body together nope yeah Mm -hmm. Very wow, wise. That was wonderful. Again, we've, <laughs> as with the last episode you were on, we've suddenly taken a hard turn into real advice, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. You do you. You do you. You can do literally whatever you want to do. Yeah. Whenever you want. We want to thank Liam Coulter for providing our podcast cover. And special thanks to Steve Higgins for recording the original. You can find Steve Higgins' music on Facebook and Instagram. So before we finish with Deal Breakers, um, I do want to, because we had prepped at the beginning, uh, any updates since the last episode? So uh, Cactus Brand brought down. We talked about personal style and, like, defining that. Yes. It was revolutionary. So... I was really kind of astounded when I was invited on the podcast last time because I never really thought of myself as someone who is stylish. And then I was like, wow. Wow, <laughs> you're so fly when you dress. <laughs> so then it just kind of, it, I didn't realize that I wasn't feeling confident. And then it kind of, it just like boosted my confidence. And I went out and really just like went gung-ho into the men's section, mm-hmm. like wearing a Target men's cardigan right now. Nice. Oh, and this is men's too. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but I really just, it really sort of launched me into this place where I just started kind of owning who I was. And it has been really empowering because then it's also allowed me to own other parts of my life. So when we think about kind of how we present in the world, a lot of that comes through with our clothing. And I've realized, like, I've always been really masculine presenting and then also going through this, like, counseling journey and the therapy journey, like, having this expression of masculinity while still being very feminine and a cis person allowed me to really come out as a queer person. And so I think, like, that happened from this podcast, right? Like, this podcast changes lives (laughs) for the better. But, like, it's been just, like, a really excellent journey of, like, owning who I am in my body and how I am in that body in the world. And so yeah. it all started with that podcast because it made me think, like, what do I love wearing? Cactus yeah. Grim Butt Down. Like, what makes you feel... that? Because I think that the whole message of that episode, too, was, like, what makes you feel the most you? Right. Like, it wasn't a style episode that was, like, if you want to de-emphasize your large hips, like, blah, blah. It was more just, like, <laughs> leaning into, like, when you think right. about your identity, what makes you feel amazing what makes you feel like yourself which is like such an incredible message and i think Mm -hmm. it's like really carried on to all of us i hope so yeah Mm -hmm. and like wore a bow tie corby and i actually wore a bow tie the same day to class i hope you guys still have that it was a very cute picture of you guys matching we will post that on our facebook page (laughs) corby's giving me a look but we're gonna do (laughs) no but it's just it like you said like really feeling like your best self like feeling like the person that is inside of you and it's always i mean it's always changing too like that's what's the cool thing about style about like your body about your identities they're always changing and so it's just like a cool process to have a space that feels really supportive to be able to kind of well come out metaphorically and then also like literally Literally, yeah (laughs) no that's amazing I think I think too that that's been one of the episodes I will say that like has gotten the most comments from people too like I know someone who was like I decided to do a capsule wardrobe because of that which is awesome or like I've been really leaning into like fruit prints recently I'm very into that and like trying to do more of that because I'm like that just makes me happy and it's like this whole idea of like style being something that helps you feel like yourself Speaking of leaning in, one thing I want to point out that I've been trying to lean into right now is the VBO, Visible Belly Outline, (laughs) Um, because I've got, like, a tum right now, and it is the softest tum. Let me just say that right now. (laughs) Like, it is a soft tum, and it is beautiful, and it is luscious, and so, like, normally, I mean, think about, like, there's, like, Spanx, right? Like, VBO. People don't like it. So now I'm trying to, like, rock the Visible Belly Outline by just, like, loud and proud tum out. Mm -hmm. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Put on your crop top. Yeah. Wear your other shoes. Voila. <laughs> Back to that very, very solid advice. Yes. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. So let's end on some deal breakers. We yes. only have okay. three of them. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to do them rapid fire. We are. Okay. So your significant other shouts, I'm awesome, bitches, every time they live to wait in the gym. You could do that without the bitches. And that's, fine. <laughs> that's fine. Don't you. belittle others around you. Actually, no, though, because I feel like without the bitches, that is a kind of a nice statement I'm awesome. of like, self-love, right? But like, think about like 15 reps, three sets. Like, we're talking like 45 I'm awesomes. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. They're like, they're pumping iron going, my therapist said to just keep repeating this to myself. It's creating new neural pathways. <laughs> I, I think it'd be kind of fun to watch that person in the gym, too. Right. Just be like, oh, like, you know, they always bring, like, fun. They keep calling me a bitch, but they always bring fun. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe the bitch part is the deal breaker. Yes. Otherwise, you're good. Yeah. 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 How I'm about good. you? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I kind of like the, the confidence. Uh, the next one, your significant other thinks crop tops should be banned for everyone, regardless of their weight. 
I think I would drop my significant others. <laughs> People can do whatever they want to do. <laughs> yeah. Or Love dump it. them by Deal wearing breaker. a crop top that says, I'm breaking up with yes. you. <laughs> That's so mean. Not <laughs> for this person. <laughs> right? Don't ban articles of clothing on people. That's not okay. So, no, no, no? No, 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 no. 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 Okay, last one. Bring it home. Okay, so your significant other says, you're so brave every time you get dressed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> That yeah. is a firm no. <laughs> that's a bit it's much. A, yeah, that's pretty, pretty, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, rude. <laughs> that's very rude. It's very loaded, too, because it goes back to this thing about, like, having a beach body and blah, 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 and all that stuff. And, like, we're coming back to the sort of thing where it's, like, have a body at the beach. Or, like, yeah. it's just there. It's just part did, of you. I did think of one context where it might be appropriate. Like, perhaps, like, this is medieval times, and you're, <laughs> like, going off to, like, do a joust, and you're putting on your armor. And they're like, you're so brave. <laughs> right. <laughs> that... That is a, a context for me. Hands you the sword. Uh. You're so brave. <laughs> You're zipping up your skydiving uniform. You're so brave. Right? There are contexts. Oh. It's context dependent. It's, it's context. Okay, so this one is like a contingent no. Right. If it's medieval times, okay. yes. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I love that. That's beautiful. All right. Thank you so much yes. for joining us, Hannah. It's so good to have you back. <laughs> have me back anytime. Yes. For more really fucking uplifting, wonderful episodes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, thank you for... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was going to say thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can always email us or catch us on Facebook or email us since, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or email us to find out our Facebook. I was going to say sincerely not okay is our other podcast. Uh, you can email us at mildlyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And also catch Hannah on our previous episode of Mildly Awkward called Cactus Print Button Down about style and on an upcoming episode of our uh, other podcast Sincerely Not Okay talking about self-compassion. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. I am your co-host, Corby. I am your co-host, Maddie. I'm Hannah. And, and we're out. We're out. Bye. Good night. Bye.